Yo, I'm coming from that 3-6, so that's why I got them brain spinning. Ain't nobody using blinkers, we ain't good at lane switching. Better get a plane ticket, I ain't flying all you chickens though. Always shoot my shot, better swishing off the pick and roll. Dishing off the give and go, all my squad is driven so. You can catch us on the road, promise we ain't doing shows. So the Blazers have made the Western Conference Finals for the first time since the year 2000. What a feeling it is to be a Blazers fan. Welcome to episode 19 of the Peeps and Plaid podcast. I'm Christian Gamalian. I'm stoked right now. I'm talking with co-host Austin Caphammer, and he is stoked right now. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you're stoked right now because we are ready to marvel at the magnificence of this Blazers team, a team that has been beat down time and time again and against all odds has emerged victorious oh so many times. I'm just in awe. I can't believe it. In our last episode, the Blazers were up two games to one, coming off a quadruple overtime win, but a lot has happened since then, and I'm ready to sum up those final four games of the Denver series and look forward to the conference finals. Before we get into that, I just want to congratulate my co-host, Austin. Congratulations on finally graduating from college. Uh, I know you've put a ton of work into it. You've been really busy the past few weeks, so congratulations and thank you for all your hard work. Why don't you tell us just a little bit about your uh, your experience in college, and then uh, we'll get into that Nuggets series. Oh, wow. Well, hey, I'm caught off guard. Thank you so much, man, and it, it takes two to tango, and we've definitely made this a, a fun first year, and uh, the Blazers have definitely assisted in that as well. With school, you know, I, I went to Clark College and was very quickly approaching my graduation and had to finish my four year somewhere and uh, had made a trip on down to visit a friend in Tucson um, but didn't really quite feel the Tucson feel so uh, Phoenix was a little bit of a bigger city and um, had been there a couple times before so I decided to go to Arizona State University and pretty much just wrapped up my my four-year degree here in business communications and met a, met a very lovely lady and I'm now on the on the very difficult job search I guess not difficult but first one so now it's now it's time to get to business and get it done so but you know it's 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 made it easy the whole time you know the Blazers have meant such a big thing to me just because I, I moved down here and um, didn't necessarily have the most connections and um, it was something that I could count on having to do uh, at least uh, three nights two or three nights a week so that's kind of why the Blazers started meaning so much to me and uh, I was already a fan before and it just really only uh, strengthened that sense of community that's awesome man so great so let's uh let's get into that Nuggets series so like I said we we finished off talking about that quadruple overtime win it ended up being a seven-game series. That game seven was amazing, but let's just start off just where we left off at. Game four and five, the Blazers lost uh, both of those games, and momentum swung big. After going up 2-1, having another game at home, everyone's like, man, the Blazers are one win away from the Western Conference Finals. But game four, that was a close game. There were iffy calls at the end. Dame missed, um, I think, at least one free throw. And we lost that game. So if, if we win that, we're just we're looking great, up 3-1. But instead, it's 2-2 going back to Denver. And even that felt demoralizing. But then the Nuggets won at home. A huge win. They won by, what was it, 20 points? My yeah, goodness. yeah. Uh, that was just disheartening. That was, that was like, man, these Blazers look done. Yeah. Tons of people were saying that. Without wanting to say it, I felt it in a lot of ways. They, yeah. they lost by 26 in that game. Yeah. And the Blazers came home, and man, they were able to do it. 
what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, like you said, that was a big momentum swing, um, and especially with that, you said it was 26, that spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of, um, that's a really tough pill to swallow. Um, I, that game six was just really big for us, uh, just making sure we made it happen at home, um, and, and then just moving along to a, a really hard-fought game seven. That was that was quite the quite the quite the game to watch man this that series i i don't know not to get too much into this but i don't really know where damien damien lillard's been for you know he's he's had moments obviously he's always gonna have moments but this has really been cj mccollum's uh coming out party so to speak yeah in my opinion it's it's been i mean the first series against the thunder there's no reason that dame should have been doing anything he was doing he was just going superhuman Mm -hmm. because Like we've said many times, the Thunder have a lot of long defensive guards. The Nuggets, not so much. They had a lot of young guys with energy uh, who could keep up with Damon CJ. But, I mean, you saw it. Shout out Torrey Craig, man. He was was big time. He and Will Barton. I mean, I'll I'll always be a Will Barton fan. Loved him in Portland. Loved getting to see him in uh, Colorado when I lived there. But, yeah, I mean, the Blazers were better suited to play well against this Denver team, but it was hard fought. Uh, luckily, Rodney Hood was able to play super well. Unfortunately, he went down with an injury in that yeah. game. Hyper, hyper extension, game I believe. Yeah, hyper extended his knee. Man, that was rough because, I mean, it was just, just a fluke thing. It was just coming off a, um, he got screened by a guy. and Someone just like beat him kinda, in the back of the knee or something, right? Or something, I can... I, it was kind of like just the way I think the back of his foot like hit the other guy's foot, and so it just totally messed up his okay. momentum and then hyperextended. I don't know. It was. It didn't look like it was that bad watching it, at least from the angles I saw. Yeah, but then but, he just kind man, of slowly but surely he went down, started yeah. grimacing more and more. Yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of a bummer to watch, um, especially the way he was playing. But you know, who knows? Maybe that wouldn't have resulted in the uh, opportunity for Evan Turner to have. Uh, his redemption quarter yeah and and that was a big thing was Evan Turner he had struggled throughout these playoffs um, mm-hmm. and I, I saw in game seven he had a higher point total than every other game in the playoffs combined mm-hmm. which is just insane and again he played some really good defense I mean he uh, I've talked multiple times this season about him playing decent defense against Jimmy Butler and being the best on the team at defending Paul George even though it was pretty much a failed attempt throughout the regular season yeah but he he was playing good defense on paul Millsap, who the rest of the team couldn't answer for i mean yeah. we saw a lot of struggles from mo harkless and uh alfred Aminu especially luckily mo showed up a bit in game seven but evan turner just stepped up and you know charles barkley was saying uh they need some more booty in there yeah uh, in order to well, play against paul Millsap, and yeah so i mean evan turner just showed up in that game and uh, he stood up for Myers Leonard too. I don't know if you saw that in the interview. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I just saw that him after the game. Yeah, well, I so mean, said, I think every I think every Blazers fan every time they tried to call Myers' number and you know say call him Miles or whatever, it was just like, oh my yep. gosh, you know how? Come on now, national television. I mean, it's just crazy. It's are, every are, time too. That's the crazy. There part. are college football announcers that don't miss one name. You know, come on now. Yeah, that's a Seriously. 53, 50 some odd man roster. Yep. Man, that series was crazy. The Blazers were down 17 in Game 7 in Denver. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It's just insane. Yeah, isn't it kind of... Have you you been kind of following um, Eric McCollum's tweeting? 
He's, he's, no, I haven't been looking. At oh him. man, he's uh, he's not been afraid to kind of share what his thoughts are. He's like yeah. he's like live tweeting every. And then also, I think I uh, watched some of the po- the presser yesterday. Um, uh, or I'm sorry, game seven. Game seven was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is, uh, Monday, man. Feels Mother's like, Day. What a Mother's Day yeah, it was. Yeah. Twelve thirty at noon. I guess we're pretty late here on Monday night, but yeah. Um. In the presser, CJ was saying that he, I think he said that he speaks with his brother at every halftime. I could have misheard that, mm. but I was oh. like, what? And I so I probably should have rewound and double check, but I'm fairly certain that CJ said that. And he's pretty outspoken and, um, you know, it kind of plays that mentor role for him and, uh, you know, obviously plays overseas. But yeah, he's been, he's been, uh, he's been tweeting up a storm and uh, deservedly so for CJ because he is playing out of his mind. Yeah. How about that chase Seriously. down block? Oh my gosh! I that was just insane. I I saw that chase down block and I'm like, there's no way that just happened. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty unbelievable. Seriously, pinning it against the backboard like CJ, he tweeted it out. He's like, that's he's doing his best Braun impression, just like LeBron in yep. 2016 Finals. That was just crazy, man. CJ's been clutch on defense in the fourth quarter. Like, he's had so many steals and blocks and turning it around into some points on the other end. It's just been insane, this playoffs. Yeah, dude, and, and Mo, right when I was kind of talking smack about him during the game, I was like, Mo just needs to come in and he needs to play the buckets that he normally plays, which are just offensive rebounds, put it back for a dunk. And he came in, he came back and, like, almost on back-to-back possessions, just had, like, he had an N one dunk and then, uh, like, an easy putback or something like that. And it's like, that's, nice. that's good. Um, I think Chief was a little... Body, if I'm remembering correctly, here in yeah. this game seven. Um, but yeah, Minuf was not good this entire series. Well, and this tough matchups. Zach Collins also, I think he had at least another couple blocks in this game seven too. You know. Yeah, Zach Collins has been playing great. Out of his I mind. Mean, Collins and Turner played well in that last game. Uh, that's a key going forward into this Warriors matchup. Is just Zach Collins playing amazing and going into next year even because with Nurkic out for extended time he's not going to be back at the start of next season so whether that's Zach Collins starting at the five and we have a quicker smaller lineup um, or he's starting at the four and we just whether we keep Ennis Cantor or whatever the case is uh, he's I think he's definitely going to be in the starting lineup at the start of next season that would hey that would be nice and you know CJ uh, has kind of made me eat my words I was kind of on the trade CJ uh, train a little bit at the beginning of the season or <laughs> at least someone who was saying that was an option that had to be looked at after the season so you know what maybe maybe I didn't necessarily point to that in this scenario I think I did give myself a little bit of wiggle room at that point um, and had just said you know that's something that would have to be evaluated I think he's clearly proven his worth I mean so if you have a team with coming back starters next year if you had a team of uh, Dame CJ uh, Zach Collins Yusuf starting I mean Ennis would what still just kind of play a six-man role and as a big man you know he'd be maybe just yeah. maybe just one of the better Man, he is—he's a talent. I don't know. I—I I feel like that's a—that's kind of a, who knows. Maybe maybe that's what it takes to be that quality of a team now in the NBA, because you almost want to. I mean, if you don't if you don't have multiple MVPs on your team, then yeah, that's well, what you gotta have. Yeah, I mean, but it's just—it's such a shame because both both Ennis and Yusuf are starting quality centers, but someone's got to ride the bench. You know, you can't play. 
I don't I don't think you can start both of them, and nor should you as Zach Collins. And um, yeah, you know, uh, uh, what's the situation now? I think is is Mo's contract up this summer? No, Mo Turner and Myers are all with us for one more year. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't I don't really see any reason why Mo has played himself out of the lineup, so to speak. But yeah, so it's well, it's just pretty much the same starting lineup again, minus Chiefs uh, add Zach. Yeah, it's probably going to be put in Zach, and then whether we have Ennis or we get someone else to start, I mean, who knows? Maybe they, maybe we struggle to get any free agents for cheap, and we end up starting Myers. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we'll definitely be looking into that a well, lot more well, now, hold at on. the end of the season. Do you mean we're we're gonna have Yusuf though? What are you, what are you saying? Starting Myers for? Well, Yusuf isn't going to be in at the start of the season. He's still going to be recovering. Are you sure about that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you look at similar injuries, the fastest recovery was Paul George, and that was still more like that would have Nurk coming back in Thanksgiving. Oh, and Nurk goodness. is yeah. this, what, second, third heaviest guy in the NBA. So it's unlikely that it's going to be that's that just, quickly. It's just kind of wild to think seeing him on the sidelines with no cast standing up. Oh yeah, the, the, I don't. I don't understand it. He's just walking around like no problem in the world. Maybe he just but, has a, a Lieutenant Dan leg now or something. Yeah, and and to clarify on Aminu, um, he had a pretty good game four in this mm-hmm. series. Uh, Nineteen points on six for ten shooting, eight rebounds. Uh, he did pretty decent in games uh, two and three, although poor shooting percentages. But he just stunk it up in the last three games. So. That's that's what I remember is those last three games, him struggling and uh, still nothing. I mean, nothing but love for Minu on yeah. my part. I've I've been rooting for him for a long time. Well, he hits a lot of clutch threes, um, so I I'm still a huge Minu fan regardless. Well, now that we've established ourselves as a as a you know a contender in the West as a younger team, as far as younger teams go, um, you also have to ask yourself where does Chief fit in with that. In terms of okay, do we give do we give these minutes and this growth to uh, young Zach Collins, or do we continue to you know give him the lion's share? Um, who knows? Maybe it'll be kind of a gray area. Terry Stotts play where it's just kind of um, a gradual thing over the next season. Maybe it's maybe yeah. maybe it's not even a a full. This guy's getting the reins now at this uh, at this four. Yeah, um, it's it's tough, man. Uh, it's it's gonna be. I don't envy the jobs of Neil Olshay or Terry Stotts, regardless. Um, but yeah, I mean that that Denver series was just wild. I I don't. CJ was out of his mind. I don't think we've talked enough about that. CJ was just out of his mind in that game seven. Yep. Uh, and dude, when when apparently he told I think in the, in the interview he says. He told Terry Stotts, like, hey, if you just flatten him out, I'll make it happen. Yeah. And so you see that in the play where the entire Denver team is as close to the baseline as you can yeah. reasonably get them uh, based on where the Blazers players are. They set him up there, and CJ drives to the basket, steps back at the top of the key, and mm-hmm. shoots it right in Torrey Craig's face. And then and, he, he poured some salt in the wound, too, when, when, did. That, when that, that was... reporter was like, there's a good defense, he was like... What did he say? Yeah, the reporter says, I mean, that's good defense from Craig. Amazing that McCollum was able to get that, essentially. And CJ uh, like retweeted with comment and said, uh, 
great defense my ass it's like what oh man yeah <laughs> it's like because you look at it and i mean it's like no it's, mercy i don't know how you defend that and and really it it if anything it's probably a compliment to cj as well to say like he did that amazing of a shot through great defense but i mean cj's oof, cj's feeling himself right now so. yeah yeah definitely playing out of his mind um and i think bill simmons sometimes with the wild takes uh, was was one to comment and say, you know, this is this is by this point uh, been marked as the C.J. McCollum game, and uh, he definitely yeah. finished it on the same note. Yeah, I mean, Dame had the game to finish off the first series. C.J. had the game to finish off this second series. Uh, shout out to Cantor for still yeah, having solid. good percentages, solid games against Jokic, like the best center in the league. People yeah. are talking about him as you know maybe the best player in the league period and how well Cantor's doing against him without drinking water it's just insane so that's that's um, really wild such a huge part of this team so yeah that's amazing without Um, drinking water that's when i when i heard about that fasting stuff i was like okay you know the food you just load up on like really really healthy you know just macronutrients just like pack it like before the sun comes up but like water like dude you're He's he plays a lot of minutes. Like what did Canner Canner played more than probably thirty minutes every game at least. I'm thinking, like yeah, you know probably more than thirty five on on a, on most of them maybe even. Yeah. So I, I wonder. I haven't seen anything about um, because the Blazers, Nurkic, Cantor, and Aminu are all um, Muslims, and I haven't seen anything about um, Aminu and Ramadan and not drinking water or eating. Yeah. Um, not not to like call him out or anything. I'm just curious. I haven't seen anything about um That's him struggling and I wonder if he's just quiet about it and is quietly just not drinking water either and um That's pretty wild. Yeah. It's one it's I just looked it up. I didn't see anything about him. It's just all about Anis Cantor's yeah situation. But yeah, I mean it regardless, I'm so impressed by this team. I, I don't wanna you know, I can probably sound a little entitled sometimes. This is remarkable what the Blazers are doing. They they have no business being where they are, but they have so much heart and so much chemistry as a team, and they deserve to be where they are for sure. Um, I mean, it's just crazy with losing Nurkic for the rest of the season, having a center who's barely been in the team, now while fasting somehow keeps the team in it to win a Game 7 on the road, which by the way, Game seven's on the road, 21% yeah, of... I caught that of away teams have won it's all time 105 wins by the home team and i and i think i saw espn or somebody had 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 tweeted that uh the blazers had a 6.9 percent chance at one point in the second quarter um to pull the game out so crazy down by 17 you know they yeah those odds those odds are awfully slim and Probably, if you were somehow able to objectively factor in Damian Lillard's performance, that mm-hmm. would that would probably even lower that as well. You know, oh yeah, in terms of what his plus minus and his performance means to our team, um, you know, that's the every single thing was stacked against us. I really did not think we were Seriously. coming out on top of that game. Absolutely, and my brother pointed out he's like, Dame might get a triple double. And seriously, Dame was close to it. He was shooting poorly, but he was two assists yeah, like shy to of a triple-double, which is crazy. Yeah, you like to see but, that. But um, it, just, it just shows you that he's involved in every facet of the game, and when his shot isn't falling, 
he's still going to put in the work and do whatever he can to help the team win. And luckily, CJ was able to take over in the shots department. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just in the moment, I was like, to my brother, I was like, dude, shut up. I don't care about triple doubles. We need to win this game. But it, it's still an important statistic to show like, hey, Dame's doing whatever he can because he's just not. Yeah, I, I think I think Team Mom uh, tweeted like a, this is one of my favorite plays. It was like at the minute mark, Dame got a steal and then uh, kind of drove in and threw a wild pass back out behind the arc and then just like sprinted to the baseline three, corner three, and just like drained it. Like that was a, that yeah. was a big uh, series of events right there. Seriously, yeah. So it was just that was a group effort, and um, you know we we got we got to see Dame get a little emotional there after the game and really show what that meant to him and uh, Olshay and uh, Jody Allen. Um, that was just that was awesome. I mean, we none of us Seriously. really thought that we'd be here um, in terms of fans, or I'm sure. Well, I, you know, I'm sure the players will tell you otherwise, but. Um, uh, I'm sure there's still a fair amount of people within the organization that didn't necessarily anticipate a Western Conference Finals after um, Yusuf Nurkic went down. Yeah, I mean, I I heard it on the radio today. I mean, Anthony Simons was 10 months old the last time the Blazers were in the Western Conference Finals. That's hilarious. You know, Zach, Zach Collins was like three. I was like three. Like, man, it's just... It's crazy. I mean, this Blazers team has persevered through so much adversity and you know it, it's like dame says you know it, it's it's a game they're getting yeah. paid to play a game but still just what they've done in that perspective it's it's just remarkable so uh the blazers are in the western conference finals which is just amazing to be able to say uh they're facing the champions the dynasty of the Golden State Warriors, two MVPs on their team, five All-Stars in their starting lineup. One of those MVPs and one of those All-Stars won't be playing for at least some of the series, but we don't know how much. So uh, what are your thoughts going into this Western Conference Finals? Well, I think they had estimated he'd be out for the game one and two uh, with that calf sprain. So fortunate for him that wasn't an Achilles. Everyone was so certain and wanted to um, kind of jump the gun on that narrative, but um, he'll 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 be back by game three at the latest. It sounds like. Um, I think it could be later, but but yeah, it's um, could he could be back game two, but I think it's possible that he's out later than game. I three, mean that so. could that could be even bigger. That could be huge. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the matchup with Ennis bodes better uh, with with us. So I think we kind of win that matchup uh, if there is that one. I mean, if they play effective enough small ball, though, with uh, Draymond, that could prove to be an issue. I think that Chief and Mo match up well with him, if not better with him, than they did with Millsap. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the tough matchup, as I've always seen with the current Warriors playing the Blazers, uh, is Clay on CJ. Um, yeah. There's just a little bit more of a height differential there, and um, CJ, even although better on, on defense in these past couple series, um, in the regular season hasn't always proved it against Clay, um, from what I've seen. And then it's really going to be a toss-up at the point guard. Uh, we'll see. I think that Dame is ultimately the better defensive player. 
but that is that's really you got to take some take that with a grain of salt because um, Steph just kind of has that override mode on offense, so it's kind of uh, who who can out superhero the other. You know, that's yeah, that's those are two generational talents so it's it's that's going to be a toss-up as for the bench uh, and a lot of it is is who this would be that this would be the the narrative that i would push here on on whether or not we'll make a finals appearance which is even wild to even hear myself say right now but um who's gonna play whose game is it gonna be the warriors running gun um, yeah. with with these bombs, these disheartening bombs, or <laughs> is it where they don't even have to play Looney and Draymond can and Iggy can run the floor and it's just like oh my gosh like good luck stopping these guys, or is it going to be the Blazers wings bodying those guys up, Ennis playing like like he did just this last series against uh, Jokic with an even less of a responsibility and then Dame just winning that matchup just one more time than Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that's without Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's without Kevin Durant. Once Kevin Durant comes back, yeah, that's a whole another animal, man. That's a whole another animal. The the Blazers are a better team than the Warriors without Kevin Durant. Without Kevin Durant and Demarcus Cousins, the Blazers, as they currently stand, are a better team than the Warriors. And yeah. whether that translates yeah. to wins remains to be seen uh i i think the blazers are going to take at least two of the first four games of the series um and i i think the blazers have a really good chance to win this series if they're able to capitalize early if they win games one and two when kevin durant hopefully isn't playing game two also uh if they can take games one and two i'm giving them like a 70 percent chance to win the series obviously any game with kevin durant is going to be extremely tough i mean our guys struggle with foul trouble. I don't. Already. I don't. I don't think that we take two in the Oracle. I think if anything, it would be one in. I mean, in the first four. I, I don't think. I don't think we're taking two in Oracle. But if we do, I think we have a really good shot. I mean, obviously, like like that's obvious. And and I I tweeted out. I said yeah. with the current Warriors injuries, we have to strike early and. Our best chance to win is to sweep, and that's about the most obvious thing you could say. Is like, yeah, obviously your best chance to win is to just win four times in a row. Yeah. Uh, but really, if if you lose two of the first three games, you're probably not going to win the series because they're going to be as full as they can be. It sounds like Demarcus Cousins is going to make his way back into the lineup at some really? point in the series, which is crazy. Yeah, because they were saying he's out till next what season. Did, what but... did he do again? He pulled his like hammy or something, some super bad hammy strain or something. Man, I don't... I had it pulled up, all the Demarcus Cousins injury. But the the headline is to return during Western Conference Finals, but mm. they don't get specific about it. So, mm. I don't know. That could be interesting. I, yeah, it's that could be an interesting is, narrative to follow because if if KD is out and he's in and for some reason he's just like not hobbling, that's yeah. that's another facet. That's another factor in this game. Yeah, so I see either either game one or game two looking a lot like Blazers Warriors game one back in twenty seventeen when Damon CJ were just going off mm-hmm. in the first like three quarters of the game. 
it might not be game one because the Blazers might be tired. The yeah. Warriors have had two extra days of rest compared to the Blazers. Blazers were just in a seven-game series, and yep. they looked tired in a lot of ways. So it could happen game one. I'm hoping it does. Um, but if not, I think by game two, we're going to have a game with Dame and CJ both showing up and playing really well. So it's just it's going to be a tough series. I mean, we like I said, we shouldn't be here. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm so over the moon that we are so any wins that we get at this point is amazing but i mean if you can if the blazers are the ones to end the warriors dynasty that's i'll be so dang stoked going in the history books yeah i'll Um, be just so stoked so i mean i mean i'm just so excited going into this matchup i mean looking at matchups you were talking about individual player matchups i think what we have going for us is depth at this point mm-hmm. uh i think we have better quality in the deep bench than the warriors do especially without them having two other starters they're gonna have their you know their sixth and seventh man yeah. playing starting the game so iguodal is gonna have a lot of defense but not much else he's a lot of energy and dunks but he's only getting older yeah uh, but i mean what we have we have damon cj Match up fairly well with Steph and Clay. Obviously, Clay is longer than both Damon CJ and is really good at defense. Uh, but you know that that is what it is. I mean, it's the Splash Brothers. They're the best backcourt in probably NBA history. But Damon CJ are as close as it gets to that. Yeah, um, they're pretty nice. I don't really feel threatened by Draymond offensively. I mean, he's missed a lot of three pointers this season, whereas a few years ago that was. Some, something they could depend on was him occasionally yeah. knocking them down. Um, but I also don't think that we have a forward or center that's important enough on the offensive end for his defense to be that effective against us because I think he'll be able to shut down whoever he's covering pretty well, whether that's Ennis or Aminu or Mo. Yeah. Because he is, you know, a former defensive player of the year. He's really good. Yeah. But we don't have a Kawhi or a LeBron, so... His defense won't affect us nearly as much as it might another team, in my opinion. Uh, so we'll just have to see how that plays out, see if that rings true. Um, I'm hoping so. Uh, my biggest issue that I'm really scared of is covering Steph through screens. I've seen a yeah. lot of, even with Jamal Murray. Um, I mean, it's what Damian does to other teams. He comes off a screen and shoots a three-pointer, and he either makes it or he gets a foul out of it. And Steph does that all the time as well. And that's something I'm going to be scared to see the Blazers defend yeah, against. Yeah, a lot of players will die on those screens, and they also get a lot get away with a couple of uh, moving ones every now and then, too, over there in Oakland. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I just keep all of this talk about, you know, where we're at. You know, regardless of, of where this season ends up, you got to be happy with the age and just going forward with the Blazers. You know, how, how young is Zach Collins? How young is Yusuf Nurkic? Um, young, young guys. Nurk is twenty five. Collins is twenty one. Yeah. Simons is t- nineteen or twenty now. Yeah. Man, is I mean, the the pro and con to it. We have a young team, but we don't necessarily have a rookie contract team. The Denver Nuggets have a lot of guys still on rookie contracts, yeah. and they're going to continue to be good for years. The Blazers are hopefully Damian. <sighs> Because Dame's going to get paid. Yeah. Um, hopefully, in a year-to-year basis, he'll be willing to amend his contract yeah. so that we can get more guys on the team. 
Um, I mean, I can't complain, though. I'm so stoked to have Dame on the team and doing what he's that, doing. That will be an CJ interesting well. narrative to follow, though. That's a very good point you just made, is is the guy who is so self-proclaimed Portland, uh, Portland uh, loyal, which, you know, to this point, he's absolutely done everything in his power to reflect that. Uh, is he is he righteous enough to take that pay cut? You know, to be honest, I I wouldn't blame him if he if he didn't want to. You know, he's a competitor. Yeah. He's earned his money. He's a Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame talent, first NBA, first team All NBA. Like, I wouldn't be on this show saying anything other than that if he if he did go go that route. But it'll be interesting to see if he will even be willing to take a pay cut. That's something that yeah. not too many people have discussed here and uh, at to this point in his career. Yeah, and and I think the Blazers will be a very good team going forward. Regardless, I think that you know even if we lose four out of the five free agents we have this season, I think we'll have pretty good guys stepping up. I think Anthony Simons will be a decent um, replacement for Seth Curry if we lose him. Not to not to discount anything Seth Curry's done, and I'm super stoked to have Seth versus Steph in the Western Conference yeah. Finals. You think we're gonna hear but, about that a couple times? Uh, how about every five seconds? Yeah, but every I mean, other camera Seth shot, gets some good playing time. Every, every, we'll see. Every dead ball is just gonna be showing the Curry Curry parents just yeah. Just you're gonna see a lot of what is it? A lot of anxiety uh, and Dell. A lot of anxiety. That's what you're gonna see. <laughs> gonna get some Riley Curry and. Maybe Riley Curry hugging her uncle or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a really fun matchup regardless. I'm just, ex you know, ecstatic to be in the Western Conference Finals as a Blazers fan. Yeah, yeah. So, this is uh, this is new. This is uncharted territory for for me personally. I was, um, I wasn't even living on the West Coast in, in 2000. I was in D.C. I was the only person in my immediate and extended family born in uh, the D.C. area. So. Um, yep. I think Michael. I think Michael was in the league for the Wizards back then, potentially. Yeah, I was uh, living just south of Oakland in Hayward, the Bay Area. So hey, poetic justice, right there. Yeah. Hey, I mean that's where Dame was. He was in Oakland, though. Yeah. Yeah, you were kicking <laughs> so, it. Yeah, man. I'm I'm super disappointed. I'm set to miss games four, six, and seven. Because of things that I that I have to do, commitments I've already made. Goodness. Um, but I'm hoping, I'm I'm saying it now. I'm hoping, especially if the Blazers do well in at least one of the games at Oracle, I'm really hoping I fly down and go to Game Five because these Blazers games at home are expensive. So oh my goodness, like I'm they're like gonna cheap. be any cheaper in the Bay? Hey, I'm looking at them right now. They are. How so? But, what do you, what? Give me give me apples to apples. I mean. Blazers games, they're like around two fifty right now, and it's standing room only. The Warriors games, game five, one sixty five. It's like a hundred dollar mm. difference. Now I will be missing out on money if I do that. I'm gonna take off work. So and you pros and cons. Might get jumped. I I, Oakland is not the safest place on earth. Well, uh, just more so about being a fan in any other professional exactly. arena in this. Western Conference Dude, Finals. I mean, I mean, that's a highly competitive atmosphere. People, people drink and consume alcohol seriously. beverages. There is 162 uh, baseball games in an MLB season, and at San Francisco Giants games, people are ready to fight anyone who's yeah. a fan of the yep. other team. So I'm, I might, uh, for my own personal safety, 
uh, uh, bring some sort of warrior's gear so that I can uh, be a safe boy. Wow. See, I don't the know warrior's I gear that, that I have though. retired since 2016 when Kevin Durant signed with the Golden State Warriors. I have always rooted for the Warriors until that happened. Um, so now never rooted for them over the Blazers. But yeah, might have to pull that out if I end up in Oakland for game five. We'll see. Well, more power to you, buddy. That would be quite the excursion and definitely something you wouldn't be forgetting anytime soon. Uh, yeah, so we'll see how things go. Hopefully um, we make it to game five, unless we sweep them. That would be absolutely that ideal. Would be, I, I don't even know what I would do. If, if Let it be known. If the Blazers sweep the Warriors here in the Western Conference Finals, I'll get a pinwheel tattoo. You'll get a pinwheel tattoo? Yeah. Uh, what am I going to do? I don't know. I'll get a pinwheel tattoo. Not saying where. I'll get a pinwheel tattoo if the Blazers sweep. If they sweep in the Western Conference Finals. Austin Caphammer and Christian Gamalian are both getting pinwheel tattoos if the Blazers sweep. Done. I'll probably get one someday regardless, but, I mean, this one would just be much sooner than anticipated. All right. It is set in podcast stone. Put it on wax. Put it on wax. All right, um, so, yeah, I mean, as much as I can, I like our chances in this series. It If they had Kevin Durant and DeMarcus Cousins, I'd give us, like, 1% chance to win it all. Um, but, I mean, the way things are looking, this Blazers team has defied all odds, so what's, what's to say they won't do it again? And Dame will hopefully be able to close out the uh, Oracle Arena with some flair we'll see about that yeah and you know it'll be interesting to see uh what Stotts decides to do with with uh chief and with mo and potentially switching them on to clay and uh seeing what cj can do on uh, whoever they play at their three guard um especially if they even go small too so um yeah definitely a couple different things we can do yeah so so what do you think are our chances in the finals if we beat the warriors in the western conference finals I mean, you're either going to be playing Kawhi Leonard or Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, <laughs> oh man. I mean, let's put it this way: if we're if we're in the finals, the chances that we even beat the Warriors means that we're on we're on another level. And yeah. I would say that each of those teams, I'd actually feel more comfortable playing the Raptors um, than I would the Bucks, just because they both have players that can take over games, but the Bucks have a surrounding cast that's, in my opinion, a little bit more solid. So, I would, even though the Raptors can very well, I could totally see the Raptors winning winning this series, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I just think that um, I think the Bucks are 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 more well rounded team, and that would be a little bit more difficult to address after another what is more like more than likely to be uh, not short series. Yeah. If, if I were a betting man, I honestly uh, might put my money on an Eastern Conference team. Um, I mean, obviously, as a Blazers fan, I would gladly put it on the Blazers first. I already predicted Blazers over Bucks in the NBA Finals on our last episode, which, by the way, I already got you beat because you said Warrior-Celtics, and the Celtics are out. So, Sheesh. Man, oh man, I'm bringing up the past. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a rough offseason here for the for the uh, Celtics oof. and for the Sixers. Man, they got that's, those yeah. those are two franchises that are real confused right now. Yeah, but man, the the Raptors and Bucks they're both deep. They have a lot of uh, solid big men and big man shooting. So I think the Bucks are probably the best team in the playoffs right now. 
but I would still rather play them in the finals than the Raptors just because the Raptors are in Canada and Ennis Cantor will probably not be traveling there. So, yeah, I keep forgetting about that, man. That's that's not yeah. ideal. So let's let's go ahead and root for for a Bucks win, I guess. Um, yeah. And then just... I've been rooting for the Bucks for a while now. Yeah, man. well, but both of them, I I don't know how we stop Antetokounmpo or Kawhi unless um, unless Myers is just the the Canada. That's just when he just goes Super Saiyan in Canada, and Myers Leonard is the Finals MVP. Yeah. What if what if that just what if you know the way things have transpired these past couple weeks. <laughs> What if? Uh, I mean, I mean, Dame took over the first series. CJ took over. I mean, the final game of the second series. Mm-hmm. Who's taken over the third series? Who's taken over the finals? Who do you think? It's got to be someone different. I think. Uh, I, then, then, but I think Dame gets, if anything, his in his hometown, Oakland. Even though you said someone different, yeah. I think it's Dame. Yeah. Um, but then the finals, I think it's. If we're in the finals, it's. Um, and it's against the Bucks. It, I think it's really, bro. I think it's got to be Dame from here on out. He's he's been quiet. Yeah. Everyone else is clicking. It's got to be him, if we if it is gonna happen. Yeah, and I, I think defensively, uh, both the Warriors and I'm just the only chance we have is against the Bucks, in my opinion, which is not even. Yeah, that's difficult. Uh, but they don't have the best defensive point guards now. I think Clay's gonna be playing defense on Dame a lot, but. I mean, you got to defend Dame and CJ, so you got to figure out who you're putting on him. Clay, Iguodala, Curry's got to guard someone. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 got to be Dame, and I I don't think he's gonna. I, it looks like he's tired, and he's struggling right now, but he's got to show up at some point, and in Oakland, he's gonna show up. Yeah, yeah. Um, the question is just by how much. Yeah. We'll just have to see how it goes, man. I'm freaking excited. It's gonna be amazing. I'm just just being in the Western Conference Finals. I'll say it again. It's just amazing. I mean, Blazers split the season series with the Warriors uh, this season. Uh, one of them this is gonna be a big factor that we haven't talked too much about. Zach Collins playing well right now. He had five blocks in a game recently, which was insane. Can't think. I can't remember which game that was. But also he's pretty much the only reason that we won the game against the Warriors in February, the one that I was at, yeah. when there were technicals flying and Steve Kerr got ejected. Zach Collins was poking the bear and it worked out for the Blazers. So I, I think his size without them having uh, Kevin Durant or DeMarcus Cousins, I yeah. think he could be a huge factor if he could, in these if, first If he can games. keep his feet in front of uh, Draymond and just kind of be a presence in the paint, that way we just know that all we have to do is just stick to him around the perimeter. That could be a big, yeah. big factor. Seriously, and and just his his defense and his energy and his uh, craziness uh, and the way that he incites certain feelings, yeah. jokes. I don't I don't know words, uh, and just if he can stay out of foul trouble and get some minutes early to kind of get the Warriors a little uneasy maybe, that that could be a big key for the Blazers. We'll see see how that plays out and if Terry Stotts goes that way. And once again, these these uh, these two potential uh, injury returns here with the Warriors are definitely going to be a, a, a one of the key factors, deciding factors in this series. Yeah, and, and again, we won't have Rodney Hood, at least for the start. It looks like two to four weeks, so... 
probably won't be having this him this series, unfortunately. So that's that's a big cut because he was playing really well in that Denver series. So it's all right. We'll have him in the finals. The we'll have him in the finals, game four, and then he'll come back. Too and easy. Just finals MVP. The second half of the finals. Too easy. Let's go. All right. All, all right. right. Anything else you want to talk about? I think that's it, buddy. Well, thank you everybody for listening, and riding with us all the way out here to the Western Conference Finals appearance coming out uh, tomorrow night here on the 14th. Uh, we're going to be playing at 6 p.m. The Golden State Warriors. If you haven't already figured that out by this point, then I don't know if you've even <laughs> been listening. But hey, uh, subscribe on Google Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, whatever is your fancy, and then follow on Twitter and Instagram, Peeps and Plaid. So thank you, Christian, and uh, go Blazers. Hesitate when you in a high class, gotta separate. I ain't got time for you for the weights. I'm just trying to get my weight up, make it elevate. Yeah, hesitate. T- took a long time to hit accelerate. If you ain't got the drive, then you better wait. But I been had the drive, just need better brakes. Uh, hesitate when you in a high class, gotta separate. I ain't got time for you for the weights. I'm just trying to get my weight up, make it elevate. Yeah, hesitate. T- took a long time to hit accelerate. If you ain't got the drive, then you better wait. But I been had the drive, just need better brakes. Uh, hit him with the CP3, blow by, get ready, can't take my place now. Way too heavy, and the way you moving now look a bit unsteady. See, I know a lot of times, but I thought through my moves, and it's gonna go down. See, I got the engine running, and they hate that sound, cause they know I'm on the move. Ain't no way I'm gonna lose, cause I never gotta prove myself. They've been bruising my health, so I had to move on. Might have took too long, but it's done, been dealt. Finna take off like I got no belt. Finna get hot, yo, the blow might melt, so I gotta elevate to a higher place. Empire mind state when I'm on. Wanna escape in Patron, but escape in my zone. I'm fly, get my cape, but I'm gone. gone.